a lot of things are happening. You really have gotten worse since you've done our podcast. Do you think we? Yeah, yeah. Go, do you think we we've ruined your life? It's yeah. The eight, like the last eighteen months or so is since I got involved. Yeah, it's just like I. It's a, a steady spiral. It's just going down. It's, you can just the trajectory is off. It's been like two years, right? No, no it, it hasn't been two years. November yet. of uh, twenty thirteen. I think. Do you think I mean, Dan? That, a day that will be remembered. <laughs> will live in infamy. Yeah. You think, well, who, but who's had a worse effect? Dan more than me, right? I'm more, oh, I'm more stable. I'm married. All right, who who's annoyed you more, me or Sean? Annoyed, annoyed. Oh, well, this is unfair because What's I just pissed him off. <laughs> couldn't do that show. No. There's a recent thing that I annoyed him with a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't do a show that he's doing. So this is what we I, needed from the last episode. We already are in that like what? Yeah, yeah. like uh, that giving each other. Well, we haven't show. seen each other in a while. That's okay. But it's also a thing where it's like. Uh, who annoys? No, that, I would say it's definitely it's definitely you that annoys him more than me. No, it's definitely you. Who annoys you more, Tom? Annoy, annoy. I don't know, but I don't. I'm not really annoyed by either of you. Oh, oh. we miffed. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'll get like later, yeah. like when they'll like we'll have like okay, yeah, we're saying this, we're gonna say this into the mic. You know, we're not gonna have any problem with what we're saying. That was great. And then like three months later, when like I've mixed the thing, and then here we go. It's like, but, oh yeah, we cannot that? have that in there. <laughs> who's that? We can't. And who's, that needs to be who's edited. Who's the culprit on that? Who's no. the culprit on that? It's mainly Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, and yet there was yeah, there you know was. What? I don't cancel shows, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Don't worry about it. Dan will cancel. Dan a tummy ache, and he doesn't want to go into the oh, city. That's not true. I'll make you edit that when you do this. Jesus. That's not true. It I will not make you edit that because it's not true. I'm, but Dan, I'm, please introduce our guest because we've been very. Oh, right. the best uh, right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know him from. Uh, uh, friends of the people, Jermaine Fowler, everybody. <laughs> hey, guys, me. I made it back. Jermaine, I'm back. You. It's, it's you know, like yeah, old, it is. It's like a white man. You know, a white yeah. man. It's, it's, it happens fast. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? You get a certain amount of cash, you just become white. <laughs> <laughs> a certain amount of cash, a few juices, <laughs> and ironically, the sun. And you, showed, <laughs> and you showed up on time a little early. I yeah. mean, very white of you. Yeah, very I don't know what's All right, all right. Calm down, Tom. Now, now who's going to edit who out? <laughs> Right. No, uh, Matt Love, he's the editor of Time at New York Comedy, not anymore, but now he's writing for the Rolling Stone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez, that is legitimate. You may be the most legitimate person <laughs> in the show. And yet, least listen. <laughs> least listen to. Like, I don't know. Uh, that is bad. that's pretty badass. That's awesome. Oh, that's thanks. really yeah. insane. Yeah. It's really fun. That's that's iconic. Do you ever have like that's... an almost famous moment where like an editor like teaches you how to write? Oh, I really, really want that. <laughs> I really want that. We right from the heart. Well, he's also right not, from he's the also heart, not man. sixteen there, Dan. No. And, but I could whenever be. I call in, they never give me that speech. They're just like stop calling us. <laughs> <laughs> we, we read your stuff. It's terrible. Well, I also feel like Rolling Stone's one of those magazines that people still consider that still people still pay attention to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody gives like the whole printing business is kind of like on right. the downside, swing a little bit. But the Rolling Stone's the one that's kept that integrity of like journalism. Putting putting, putting one of the Sarnaya brothers on the cover in very sexy and provocative <laughs> right. positions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Integrity. Yeah, but it's being of, talked yeah. about. Katy Perry's tits are important. Like, <laughs> I, did, I was with the comic Dan Soto the other day, and he went purposely into a magazine stand in the airport and was like, I have to get Rolling Stone. Who like, is yeah. this? Nobody does that anymore. What? Who? Soder. Dan Soder. Oh, Soder. He was I like, like uh, it's, Rolling Stone. Yeah. it's got uh, Kendall Lamar on the cover. No, Kendall, uh, Kendrick Lamar. Lamar. Kendrick, Kendall Lamar. Kendall, <laughs> Kendall, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> Kendall Kardashian Lamar on the cover. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, 
I don't think there's been one word that I've written that's appeared in print. I think it's all online. But that's still, but it's still yeah. the same. Tom, it's can you escort this gentleman? Out of I got that guy. Sorry, everybody. and that's it. No, that's cool though. And how long yeah. you been doing that for? Oh, uh, I don't know, maybe a, a year or so. But yeah, it's. Uh, I was just, I was just telling Dan outside. It's, it's funny. The internet is, is nuts just because it's. They're, they're like, what do you think about this thing that just happened in the next ten hours? Right. Like figure. It's, it's yeah. so. Instantaneous. Up, yeah, 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 a, yeah, yeah. In yeah. a way that you know, and, that, and that's what I was saying. Like you know, my editor wrote me eleven o'clock the night that John Stewart said he was retiring, and said, right. "Can you have something for me tomorrow at tomorrow morning?" Yeah. And so he doesn't have an opinion about it, but suddenly, like, I have to. You call him the well. I remember that article. Yeah. Fuck John Stewart. Yeah, it was fuck yeah, John Stewart. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's how it started. Yeah. 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 Oh, just ends with a bunch of Z's, and you're passing out. Just type tire. That's always funny. So many hits. Uh, so many hits. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. What was your take on John Stewart? I think uh, I read that article, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, jeez, yeah, it's it to me, it's sort of like oh. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I'm thinking about it now, and going, oh right, what, what. What did I write? It's been a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've probably written so much since then that you're like, oh yeah, that was like three thousand like, articles ago. I right. can't. Yeah. I mean, first I, I can't because you're, you know, a serious comedy editorialist, I guess, or mm -hmm. whatever you'd say about mm -hmm. that. And I get so sick of comedy just doing it, but I get the luxury of leaving. You know, like yeah. I do my you shit have, and then I leave, stay, yeah. and I'm like, oh, Donnelly's on stage, Jesus! Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have that luxury. Oh, you mean to sit in a crowd? Yeah, to sit in a crowd and watch. Well, yeah. well you, well, you, the, you have to sit there for the whole show, and then and, you sit through all the shit that you don't want to see. Oh, and then take I, I copious take, notes, copi yeah, yeah. and ninety nine percent of which are a illegible, and b <laughs> I'll never use. Yeah, yeah. never yeah. ever. What's use the again. worst thing that you've seen? Uh, well, I don't know if you'll answer that. Yeah, yeah I think that? you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst. You have to put names. The worst show. Yeah. That I, the thing is, I think all that stuff falls off. Like I think yeah. your right. brain. But there's nothing that's spectacularly bad that you've seen, and you're like, this oh, is jeez, that's just. Uh, the the thing that the thing that occurred to me like and it's not it's not even bad it was just like it came to my mind recently just because we were, I was thinking about shows that I had seen that were like what the fuck is this yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and it and sometimes it just goes over your head maybe a little bit it's like well and it, this and this thing is like not even about comedy specifically it's just what happens in the room and then that's what sticks in your mind right so it's of not course. necessarily what a comic yeah. did or didn't do but then what happened in the room and it was a it was a, a comedy festival show. It was like one of my first assignments for Time Out. Um, comedy festival show, Jake Johansson, mm -hmm. um, and two or three comics in, and it was like, this guy was like talking the whole time. He's chattering from the crowd. It was obviously a part oh, of a large right. oh, oh. business colloquy, you know, like a yeah. bunch of business dudes. But he thought he was funny, so he was talking. I don't even, it was so inane and ridiculous. And, and nobody's shutting it down. People mm -hmm. are just letting it happen. Yeah, the first two, uh, the, the comics were like, I don't, and I couldn't even tell you, I couldn't even really remember... The, co the earlier, the first couple comics came up. It's been a few years. Um, but G Gaffigan came and he did a drop in. And he wasn't even, he was, wasn't supposed to be there. So the crowd was very excited and he yeah. was going to do 10 minutes. And the guy was, kept talking and talking. And, um, and then at one point, Gaffigan was like, All right, where are you? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, where are you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I got it. And he, and he sort of like looked out, and the guy was like still talking, and, and Gaffigan had it in hand immediately. He's like, All right, so what's your deal? Like, what kind of attention do you need right. before this is over? And he yeah, had, he's he had, handling the situation. Yeah, basically. he had it completely in hand. Um, and then I don't know exactly what happened because 
uh, I was sort of in the middle of the house, and this was very far house right. But I think Jeannie, you know, who was like, oh, I know, I heard this, I heard was, about this. Yeah, okay, yeah. well, go ahead. But so I think Jeannie, you know, went up to talk to, you know, who is uh, his manager as well. Yeah, right? yeah, right. So yeah. she's around and went up to talk to the guy, and I don't, I don't know what exchange transpired. Guy, but, I'm like, sure the guy was a prick. And yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because Gaffigan, who had it up well in hand to that point, just fucking turns looks at the guy and just barrels into the crowd. Wow. Whoa. Picks him up out of his seat and the guys get involved in a fist fight in Gotham County. Wow. <laughs> I heard this story. Which So this is this this, this confirms the story the for me. Yeah. It, well, and and then it just became a blur and honestly like there was this p- moment of just absolute shock and disbelief where I was in the crowd going, "Is this you know, yeah. I, I mean, and and because uh, uh this guy was like a you know, he Gaffigan's not like a, a a welterweight and like ready to grapple. Yeah. And undoubtedly, you're like one of those things where you're like always on the side of the comic where you're like this guy must yeah. have really deserved yeah. it. But yeah. it's like, what did he do no, or say? From what I heard is that I, I, I've heard. I don't know. If this is just folklore, but I've heard the guy said something disparaging to his wife. I'm Gaffigan sure. who had dropped off, jumped off. And uh, and then jumped in and punched the guy yeah. in the face. That's what I've I'm heard. Sure. I never then, knew if it was true, but I heard that story. Yeah, yeah. And wow. then what did the guy and, do? And then well, the guy fought back, and within like seconds, they were like kind of grappling up that little side ramp thing. Yeah, on the yeah. Side of yeah. Gotham. And honestly, like nobody won. Th- there was no one, and there was no we're one security. in the house what because the normally they're right on top of that. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's the thing. There was this long pause, and in fact, like another guy who was sitting next to you, both of us got up and started going around the side of this because it was like just <laughs> writing. Running on the telephone booth and falling over. Yeah, there's like six phone booths in a row. All guys in suits running yeah. down. You and Sean McCarthy? With our little press hats? Hot up the press! Gaffigan and kiss the fisticuffs! Embroil! Pay an attack for a harbor! Also, third just, act. It just becomes bomb. a fucking madhouse for it a couple was, minutes. Yeah, it was a madhouse, and then, you know. Did people jump to the side at Gaffigan, or was just everyone just kind of like uh, watching? It was just. N- no, I, I think everyone was just sort of in shock because it happened so fast, and yeah. then and it was just sort of hard to believe. And also, you know, you, I think from his stage persona, you don't necessarily think, oh, no. this right. is something. But it's always those guys. Right. It's always those guys that are the most badass. They're the yeah, quiet yeah. guys. They're the most that like they don't fuck around. They, like those are the guys that don't go. Like I'm probably I'm the type of guy that'll be like, well, fuck you, or oh, you talk shit at first. He's the type of guy. He's such so quiet, so mild mannered, but you fucking do something yeah. to piss him off, and I get, you just get, you get popped in the face. Those are the toughest yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Those are the toughest guys out there. I have a friend. Remember Blaine Perry? Yeah. Blaine did the same thing. Blaine Perry, nice, nicest guy, sweetheart of a guy. Yeah. And uh, his girlfriend, his ex girlfriend, was getting this guy at work was kind of harassing her sexually a little bit and he showed up and uh, grabs the guy and says you talk to my girlfriend one time and I'll fucking kill you <laughs> he grabs, puts the guy in like a hard headlock the next day the guy quit the job really oh, yeah <laughs> and if you met this dude his first off his name is Blaine that? nobody named Blaine does that <laughs> yeah, you would yeah. think and secondly if you met this guy you would never think in a million was years you'd do was his girlfriend happy he did that uh, yeah, I think she was. It was getting bad. I lived with him at the time, and it was yeah. like she was getting upset about it. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. It's a, that's a badass move. Yeah, very yeah. badass. I was gonna say, and to be honest, you know, I'm, I'm more of the hey man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Calm down. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking outside about you know these new these. I was thinking about ridiculous New York stories and kind of how they get out of hand and. And uh, part of it, I realized, like, there's probably a part where you realize someone's doing something creepy or horrible that most people would just be like, "Would you 
give it a rest. Yeah. Like, yeah. knock it off. And I'm the person that's like, oh, they're just a person. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, weird excuses. People for them. who were made all different ways, yeah. All, yeah. all shapes and sizes. Yeah. And I will, if you want, I will tell you the story because this is Let's one of the ones that occurred to me because, and it's not comedy yeah. related. No, whatever. But it was, yeah, whatever. It's New York related and it's dumb. It's, all, it's very dumb. And it's one of those things that was on my mind. Somebody asked me to do a show recently. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't really have. Material and they're like, want to figure something out? Yeah. So tell a story or something. Yeah. Like that. So, I, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I told the story and it's something up until then I had only ever told to friends, uh, but it was one of those one of those things where I was on the on the train pl- platform in the Bronx and it was the summertime. Um, this is like maybe like eight years ago. It's been a while. Um, and uh, stand on the on the L platform in the Bronx. Yeah. And I'm waiting for the train to show up. I had been to the Botanic Gardens and I had this like lovely experience in the <laughs> Botanic Gardens. <laughs> no, no joke. I was like the rose garden where all the bees were buzzing around. And I, was, I was in the middle of a dry You're right, spell. bees. There is <laughs> yes. poetry in me. Yes. Birds are, birds are flying on your shoulder. They were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really it was all about, like I was watching the gardener go around and trim these rows. I was in the middle of a dry spell and just like every everything that I saw was taking on extra sexual significance. It's not a sex story. <laughs> it's not a sex story. But anyway, I was just like in this. Cut to all these people fucking in the garden. <laughs> oh yeah. Animals and everybody. But I, so I, when I got to the train platform, I was like eating helado and just like in this daze of like summertime, you know, delight. And I saw down the platform this guy kind of looking at me in that way that you're sort of like, I don't, in New York, there's always that moment where you're like, I don't, I don't know what the intention yeah. is. Right. Yeah. And this guy's looking at you like, this motherfucker is going to stop having a good day right <laughs> now. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's either that or it's, He's gonna have an even better day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, I'm it's, gonna it's blow this man fighting. right now. Yeah, 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 yeah it's exactly. One or the yeah. other, and you don't really, you don't really know until they announce themselves. And so he's kind of looking at me down the platform, and then he approached, and I'm sort of like, what, like, what, what does he want? And he goes, hey man, you, you smoke? And I was like, oh, oh, I get it. You're selling pot. No, you know, no, yeah. no, thank you, sir. No, yeah. th- I appreciate the offer, but no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm and high on life right now. Right now, yeah. yes, this hello will be just fine. And the roses were. Yeah, I'm like a New York hat. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to the Botanic Garden, sir? You should try it. <laughs> but and then he and then he goes, well. Uh, Speed? What do you? <laughs> and I was like, so most tenacious <laughs> fucking drug dealer ever. Exactly, it was very weird. Sort of like, yeah, if you don't do the low grade stuff, you know what'll do? What might? Yeah, yeah, yeah speed. Step it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was yeah. like, he was like, coke. And I was like, no. <laughs> and he's like, he was like, heroin. What do you? Do? I was like, no, no. What, what's your question? What is what is happening here? What do you think? I have no idea. You're going reverse of the gateway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You won't start. The gate. Yeah. Um, but then he, he's like. Well, um, and then he pulls up his sweat, his like his his t-shirt, and underneath the t-shirt, like there's a boxer line and his and a pant line, and between opens up his boxers and he pulls out this tiny empty baby oil bottle, and is like, I'm going, I'm going to my parole office right now, and I gotta piss clean, <laughs> oh my and I can't, I can't piss clean. Oh my god! Um, oh my! What the and he's fuck? like, he's on his way there, and. I had this moment where I'm standing there going, "Oh, like, like at least I get it now. I yeah, get it. At, yeah. least, at least I get it." Um, and uh, so I, he was going to trade you drugs for? No, I don't. There was no trade. No, no trade. Just, just I'm. Just, I just want, want your piss. clean pee. Oh. And oh my god, this is the weirdest way to approach that. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was very weird. And then I had this moment where I went, "Oh, geez, like another weird." I'm not a huge pot smoker. It always makes me paranoid, and and that 
you know, so I've not, it's not yeah. really my. So you are clean. For the most part. Um, but, uh, you know, so, and but I had had this experience like two weeks prior, another weird social interchange where I thought, oh, wait, so hold on, with that story, that's. It, what no, happened? no, that's not it. That's not it. Oh, but okay, it was just okay, like, okay. I, I remembered because two weeks prior, I don't, I don't smoke a lot of pot. So generally speaking, I could have pissed clean yeah. for him. But yeah. I had this moment like where I, I, I ran into this guy that I played handball with in the park that was like awkward, somebody that you don't know that well. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, I'm going to make this less awkward when he offers me pot, I'll smoke it. You know, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. so I had taken a hit of this pot to make things socially okay. Yeah, and didn't help. But anyway, um, I so I, then I remembered. I was like, oh, I don't. You know, like I can't. I can't help you. I I had like I had a hit of a joint like two two weeks ago, and he was like, oh man, oh shit, oh. <sighs> All right, well, because I, I was wow. holding the bottle going, I don't, I guess I could. I you were holding, he gave it to you yeah. and you I took guess, it in your I guess, head. I guess, I, I guess I could. <laughs> and when like, I told him yeah, that, he was like. about the good deeds of good deeds. And where were it's, you going to do this? Well. On the platform. We're, get, uh, well, we're getting there. <laughs> oh, okay, but, sorry. Um, and then, you know, uh, so he goes, oh, shit. And the train starts to pull up. And he's like, J- just one hit? Yeah, yeah, it was like two weeks ago, just one hit? Yeah, okay, I think that's okay. I think that's okay. So then we get in this bubble of like collective delusion where I'm going to do this ridiculous and kind of revolting thing for this man that's going to be of no help to him. It's not going to help him, but we're going to go through with it. You know? Yeah, right. For whatever reason. So the doors. Yeah. So the doors open. I follow him onto the train, and then we, you know, we, we, I follow him. We are standing there between the train cars for a second, and he kind of turns around and he looks at me, and he's holding, you know, and then he's got the bottle, and the train is moving, and suddenly, ha- and the, you know, the, how the lips of the yeah, train sort of bop up and down, down. Yeah. and I'm standing on one, and he's standing on the other, and sort of bopping, and I'm just like, <laughs> is it gonna happen here? Like, what about the third rail? Like, all of those thoughts go through my mind, and I, and then he just looks at me, he's like, damn. You white boys are crazy. <laughs> what the hell? Like, I guess. I, I, and I was like, it's like, I, I, it's like, motherfucker, you asked me to do yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I'm helping you out, you and piece it, of shit. And that's the other thing. So we, we, I, I, and thankfully, like, he, nothing happened there. He turned around. And we, I followed him to the end. Did you pee in the bottle? I tried. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't but, have been able to do it. There's no way I would have been able to do it. I would have been yeah. pee shy the whole time. Well, and it, to me, it was uh, that was the other thing. Is we got Especially to the, the name of Sean's uh, memoir. Shy. Yeah, it's my, that's, <laughs> that's my new album coming out. Yeah. It's all pee stories. Um, <laughs> but we got to the end of the train, and there was just like one guy passed out. So that was close enough to being you know, yeah. empty. Sure. And, and then I remembered like, oh, I peed before I left the Botanic Gardens. So I didn't really need to. Yeah. Yeah. So I stood there and I like wedged myself into the doorway <laughs> of the train car and like try, and again, like the tiny little aperture of this baby oil bottle yeah. tried to like stick the head of my piece against the top of this baby oil bottle and squirt the stuff directly in there. And, and meanwhile, the guy, no joke, he started heckling me from behind. Come on. He started, he's an asshole. He was, and I was still, and I, I don't, you know, it's one of those moments where I was thinking, I really can't tell you why, why did I do this? Why? Except you know what? Because you were, you were so like in the, the throes of humanity, and then the throes of maybe like, the, the mysticism of the world, that you were like, you, I'm going to help yeah. this fellow person right now. Thank you. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Yeah, that yeah. must be it. I yeah. was like. I'm not. I'm not having sex. So I, I, I need human contact of some sort. Wow. But I. So and he started saying this shit to me like he was just like, what, what do you white people do with all your money? You dress like you're from the streets. And I was like <laughs> in torn clothes, like just ridiculous clothing because yeah. I was out, you know. And I, I, I was like, 
at the time I worked at a bookstore and I was like, I work, I work in a bookstore, man. You know, while I'm trying to, and, and that's just like one of those moments where you're like, this man could do anything to me right, right. now. He basically got someone to walk onto a train, pull their pants down, and put their, you know, put their back to them. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then like he could just laugh and be like, I'm gonna take your wallet or kick your ass or do whatever I want yeah, to. That do. actually would that's what I thought it would have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But instead, I tried to pee. I couldn't get that much. And then he actually said to me, wipe it off. Like, he was like, wipe, wipe off oh the bottle. God. Oh, my and God. I, was like, I, I fucking hate this guy. I know. And I still, <laughs> yeah. and yet, what did I do? Again, I was just like, wipe. he's just a purse, I guess. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and so I, you didn't grow up in New York. No. Yeah, uh-huh. if you grew up in New York, the minute they asked yeah, that question, Midwest. yeah, you tell yeah, Midwest, Midwest, yeah. The minute they asked that question, if you grew up in New York, you go, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's the farthest right. class. And then he walks around and finds somebody else. He won well, that's and then he was like, sit sit but down. You, but I wouldn't if I would have done I would have been like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. But I wouldn't have had this story. So now you have a story. Yeah, yeah. 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 So then how did it end? It, and that's the thing. it's so anticlimactic. So you wiped the pee off. I wiped it off on my shirt. I you know, and there wasn't. I think it was pretty clean. I was pretty proud of how well. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. what you know, I, it was I like that know. carnival game with the clown mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it felt like. Yeah, without the hose, it was just in one with dri- <laughs> yeah. one that dribble, yeah. like <laughs> catching the dribbles. Did he say thank you or anything? No, did he did looked get, at did it. Did you piss enough in the? In it the was thing? like it was maybe a quarter inch in a tiny, okay. so yeah. it wasn't very much at all. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and and then also it's sort of like really you're gonna get to your parole office and they're not used to the notion that convict you know convicted you know what uh, offenders wouldn't have this idea gonna, in the past. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't frisk you, you if you're gonna exactly. go into the yeah. bathroom. He's yeah. so ill prepared and so you know so you know, I. It would be so funny if they they went he went in there they found it on him they. Trace the DNA back to you and arrested you. <laughs> now, right? And just like, uh, did, you know, did you piss for a guy on the right. train platform today? And you're like, how the fuck did you know that? I was just trying to we do used a their good DNA deed. technology to search uh, you. But yeah, no, he basically said he was like, he actually said, wait here. And he he was gonna go find somebody else. And he said, "Wait here." And I sat. I actually oh sat down on the train. Oh, I wish I was with you, so I could just be like, "Let's go." Well, I did, and that's what I did. But I was sitting down, and the you know, and the train is still like rocking pleasantly above the Bronx. <laughs> and, I, and there was like a passed out guy beside me, and I'm going, "What? What, what the fuck am I doing here?" And then I just got off at <laughs> the next stop yeah, and yeah. when when I had to get on the express. Was, yeah. So I had no idea whether he was gonna bring somebody back and be like. Tell him, you know, <laughs> tell him what I need. I'm not gonna hurt you. I just yeah. want you to pee. He comes back and he looks at you. He goes, "We." To the other guy goes, "We need you to piss for me." Like, like you're the team now. You're helping him out. You're his piss manager. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's maybe what, wow. you, what the plan was. Wow, that's Jeez. so funny. That's so crazy. Also, good, good for you being for being such a good person. I, I, and like, yeah. and like, talk about the how, that, the, the whole thing, the whole process, the whole story took what was that like an hour? Or was that like literally twenty minutes? No, it was probably it was probably about the amount of time it took to tell the story. You know, it's like yeah, 20, yeah, 20, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! That's yeah. So wow. How many dicks yeah. must have been in that bottle? I'm yeah, exactly. Like, what did that bottle do? And I, when I got home, I told my friend, you know, and they're like, "You put your penis <laughs> against an empty baby <laughs> yeah. oil bottle that a convicted <laughs> offender gave you <laughs> on the subway platform." You, you got like you got an STD, but yeah, right. Got it from a baby possible. oil bottle. I began to imagine like like the I, and then I had the worst graphic image in my mind, which is just like 
these little tiny red spiders crawling up out of the head. <laughs> like, of a, oh, just had this, like, you oh, know, that means, so, I don't know, you, you know what? There's not something oh, that yeah, does dick that. Dick spiders. I had a vision. That's a medical of, term for it. Yeah, right? That's awesome. Oh, my God. See, that's like the good, my good Samaritan stuff goes to like, I'll give money to some guys sometimes. I, I'll seek out people to give directions to. Like, if I see oh, they're lost, nice. I'll give them directions. Yeah. But I never would have pissed in a bottle for somebody. That's like, yeah. a, that's another next also, level. Can I comment Matt for a second? Yeah. So many times, like, we'll tell, like, as I know a producer, we'll tell comics who are used to telling stories on stage come to the podcast with a couple stories and then they'll get here and they'll be like what should we talk about and they're like what the fuck yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then the person Matt who's not the comedian comedy. yeah, comes no. in and he's like here's three stories immediately because, yes. because he's a writer and, and he got, knows how to tell stories yeah, well, we just gotta get comics writers are just, now I know wait, they're comics just are lazy, lazy pirates <laughs> they just think they're gonna go by on their fucking charm and he's like you're not that charming <laughs> Well, plus, you know, if I did do more stuff on stage, I probably would have told that story. You know, it would be an exhausted story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it would it's be also so ridiculous. Also, points for having a story that's never going to be said on this podcast. Again. <laughs> yeah. Think about how many times people come into this podcast and go, "I got drunk here," and they're all great. They're all great. And it's funny and it's hilarious. Yeah. But that's a story that well, I like, like the Ryan Hamilton story with the leather coats. Where you're just oh just great. God, that was so like, I don't know that. What do you? Yeah, this guy who was on the podcast, Ryan Hamilton, yeah, another Midwestern guy that just yeah, that's it. Gets here in the big city. Guys in the city when they. They come to the city for the first time are the dumbest motherfuckers <laughs> that I've ever, and they're dumb in such a pure way. It's not like, yeah. like it's not like, I got drunk, no, I fuck no, this girl. It's, it's always like, it's like Ryan, dumb. this guy stopped in front of Ryan on the side. Mean, check out the episode if you haven't, who's listening. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. But uh, uh, I was saying that to Westerners. It would be weird if I said that it was, to people. It was in a car. Yeah. The guy stopped oh. in a car, but right? Yeah, he stopped him in the car and he said, hey, you want to buy a leather jacket? And then Ryan just got in the car with him <laughs> to go to this van and bought a $75 leather <laughs> No, I think it was way, way more than that. It was, I think more it was like 400 bucks. $400 or something. leather it was, jacket. It was, it was the wrong one. size, too. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was this gig, gigantic leather jacket. <laughs> Did you do that? Like, you would get to the city and you're like, this was just such a rookie. Rookie move. Uh, yeah. Well, when you moved here, when you yeah. moved here, you mean? Or what do you mean? Where'd you? Where are you from in Midwest? I went. I I lived in a bunch of different places because my dad was in the military. But oh, I, really, yeah. So I like, would never have thought that. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I was born just outside of London on an Air Force base, oh, cool. and then um, wow. we were in college. Wife, uh, well, mom, British. My, my wife. wife. Uh, she is not British. Okay. Yeah. She was, but it was just where he was stationed. So. Right. Uh, London, and then we were in Colorado and Texas, just a little bit, and California. So, oh, cool. uh, okay. and but most of the time it was like high school and college in Colorado. So that's the right. cl- that's the that's, closest. That's not Midwest. That's West West. That's West yeah. West. Yeah, but yeah. But it's one of those things where it's not a matter of it's not being dumb about it. It's it's literally. Just being good people. Yeah, that's being what a it good is. Person. It's literally being a good person, and you get here to this fucking shitbox of the city. You always you want to come to New York. No, no. To be honest, like it's so ridiculous. But yeah. when I was, I, I got, I, I went to school for theater, and I, you know, acting, acting, and I, where'd you, know, you go? Uh, at University of Colorado at Boulder. Yeah. Um, and I got so burnt out, and I was all in comedies all my senior year of of college, and I, anyway, so I got real burnt out, and uh. At the end of the year, I determined I'm either gonna go up to the mountains in Colorado and live in a cave. <laughs> like Dan, Dan would do that, or or would go you, to New York. Do you have any of the life skills that would make women? No, <laughs> no, not one. But it's just how much of a nightmare would that cave trip have been? It really, I would have died. Yeah. Probably. I mean, and that's why 
it's glad, I'm glad that a friend said, you know, a friend said, I'm moving to New York. Do you want to go? And I was like, sure. And so it just so it's kind of on a whim. It was kind so of did like you a, start acting when you came out here or no? No. And in fact, like I haven't, I really never, I don't know that I ever really used my degree to a great extent. Like I've done, you know, sketch and a lot of improv and, right. um, but, uh, uh, and, you know, and a little storytelling and that kind of stuff. And, and now like hosting shows, but not, it's, I've never like done a, a major theater production or anything like that. Right, so. right, of course. Um, but yeah, it's I, a horrible I, world. <laughs> it is. But it when is I was, he, I got here, I got here, and I basically lived in a cave for a year. Like I stayed inside. I, I, the yeah. most embarrassing thing to me of that time was like, I, I watched a lot of Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't what why what did I what was I doing I watched a lot of Friends. Um, that's, that's not that bad. It could be big. Dating here was hard when you got here. I, I'm never. I'm not a good dater at all. I would basically just go through these periods. of like dry spell of five years, tumultuous relationship. Dry spell of five <laughs> years, tumultuous relationship. Like love yeah. triangle. Like these ridiculous things. Um, so I'd never. You know, I was just proud of myself when I would be like, "Do you want to come home with me?" You know, like, <laughs> she said no. She wasn't interested. You know? um, I remember once coming home, telling my roommate, like waking him up, me like, "She's not. She wasn't interested." But I asked. You know, um, yeah, you know what? That, there, there's something to that, though. I think that's still a ballsy move. To yeah. Ask. I was always the guy. I was good at opening up conversations, but I, I can never close the deal. I can never say. I never got to the point where I said, do you want to come home? That's yeah, the, yeah. That's the hardest part. There's almost yeah. two levels to that when you approach a girl at a bar. You have, to, you, have to ha- you have to hang out naturally, and then at the end you have to go, now come with me to my house. And then, right. you know. Well, they make the decision right in the beginning. Well, they say they, say they make it in the first, like, 30 seconds. Yes. Right. Yeah, and then it's yours to just fucking lose. Right. You know? <laughs> what's, that, what's that, Gary? Oh, the first minute they do it, and Gary Veter has a joke. He's like... This girl told him no right away. He's like, I have 58 more seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, and you know, the only reason I ever did that was because I was like, oh, this woman is a, a sexually assured and very confident person. So if she isn't interested, we'll go right back to having a conversation and it won't matter at all. And does that happen? Right. Does that happen? That, and that, you know, in the very rare occasion, that would happen, you know, yeah. But sometimes, once you get to the the the, uh, the ask out, and usually women are like, "All right, that's it, we're good, see ya, yeah. bye bye." <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that. But yeah, I, I just as uh, as far as like New York, I keep thinking about New York and dumb stuff. I do feel like you know this. I don't know what what your guys' tests are about, like you know the the things that you need to think or do or say to have been a New Yorker. I feel like everyone has their right their and I I. I think never forget. Need, I think never. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I think you need to get uh, when a train's delayed because of a sick passenger. Uh, I think you're a New Yorker when you go fuck this guy, <laughs> fuck this, <laughs> this fucking guy fake being sick. Right, I think it's right. stuff like that. I think lack of empathy becomes becomes yeah. a thing. And I, I, but it's also it's the weirdest thing. New York's the only place where, I, from where I've gone, I've gone on the road a bunch lately, and like I find New Yorkers to be the the most the genuinely nice people. That I've met. I don't know. Sometimes you meet people mm-hmm. in other cities, and they're not—they're not as like. Uh, depends on the weird, city. There's a weird, weird vibe to it. What? It really depends on the city. Where have you gone that you were like these people are are like genuine and not bullshitting me and are nice? Um. Or well, Florida is the worst. I'll say right <laughs> straight up, Florida's got the worst people, worst right. state. 
Um, as far as people who are nice, Madison, Wisconsin people oh, are generally yeah. nice. But then, but then if you go there, when I went to Appleton. Madison, they were nice. When I went to uh, Minneapolis, they were nice, like same area. Yeah. And uh, when I went there, they were like, "Oh yeah, people are nice here, but it's a it's a night. They have this, they call it a Midwestern passive aggressiveness that they're nice to your face and then they talk shit behind your back." I'm like, "Oh, then they're dicks. Like then they're assholes. <laughs> yeah. That's not it's a also nice. New York. That's everybody's does that. No, LA is like, the king of that. Like, well, LA is the king of that because it's all phony baloney stuff. Yeah, but like, yeah. but not 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 like New York. You go and people kind of tell will tell you shit straight to your face. I'm talking strangers you're meeting on the street. Yeah. You know? Right. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sean just gave up. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just power down. I'm like, mm. <laughs> when you power down, you look like an egg. Yeah, and you're wearing all white. You come like a Cadbury egg. <laughs> But no, the uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't get it. Like I went to Edmonton, Canada, and those people were just they oh, weren't. Oh fuck, Canada! Yeah, Calgary. <laughs> but, but they're I'm known going to for Toronto being this weekend. But, but that's the, not. Don't fuck those people. The stereotype. Yeah, that's is, great. I'm going to the, the stereotype is that there's these wonderful, no, nice people. They're Canadian, not. Calgary people are dicks. Winnipeg people are kind of dicks. Uh, the the Winnipeg nice people, they were, they were. I think actually they were nicer than they Edmonton. But we think of it as like, oh, Canada. It's like you get there and the people are just totally. They're it's like it's almost like Toontown from fucking uh, Roger Rabbit at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they go break through the wall and it's just like you yeah. show up. It's like, but <laughs> <laughs> you not killed like, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Remember me, Eddie. <laughs> See, my, my feeling about New York is the opposite in the spectrum. Not just necessarily people that uh, they. Uh, you know they're they're kind of scoundrels, but that you actually get to see, or they tell you what they think. Scoundrels, like but that. you you actually see people on the street, sort of like to me, not just peeing and vomiting, like that's standard everyday weekend stuff. But when oh, you've seen time. people take a dump on the street, when you've seen yeah. people have oh, sex I've seen on that, the street, yeah. when you've seen I've people, seen that too. When you and that's what that to me, like that's when you know you've been here long enough. That's what I was like. I've heard the best the best sex I've ever seen in a porn or in my life or heard. Was un- in St. Mark's, under St. Mark's, under there. This guy was like fingering this girl with like four fingers, Ew. this homeless couple. And she was groaning in a way that I've never seen any heard anyone. Uh, you sure she wasn't hungry? <laughs> <laughs> I just took I got some mamoons and I just dumped it on him. <laughs> the frenzy. Oh, that's like oh, the way geez. you just you just made your fingers like a gun. Yeah, you, it was like that. He was going like that. Oh, it's what do you mean that's the best? Yeah, they were the just groaning. Oh, I was I mean I had my dick out. I was <laughs> Yeah, and this so other nice. one, which I've told about this podcast before, I think I've told, was uh, at Avenue Americas. There's some, it was during Christmas, and I was a movie usher, and it was like one of those, like, you know, when you're fucking working a minimum wage job, and the Christmas music's just that much more haunting. And, yeah, you know, yeah. so you're hearing, you know, like, and then we see, like, we're watching out of head to your ticket, and everybody's so happy. They're tourists, they're walking to Avenue Americas, right across from the McDonald's, like, right at the West Fourth Stop. And all of a sudden, we see this, like, black lady just, like, dancing, like, out into the middle of the fucking intersection, <laughs> drops her sweatpants, <laughs> takes a shit, gets up and then dances away. And we just started clapping. Because, <laughs> like, like, moms are, like, holding their kids. Like, oh, God, it's Christmas. And we're like, yes, it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> <just> miserable. <laughs> oh, it's those. But see, that's that's the, and that's what, weird, yeah. weird and perverse. But that's why I know the cat, when you tell the cat guy joke, yeah. I know you're a man with that eye for detail that's like not just but like New York City I'm is a man capable of eye for, eye for detail. but but that <laughs> grow like does Picasso. Yeah. <laughs> 
of New York, though, <laughs> that like gross, those gross things that you're like, oh, that actually in a, under a certain light has like a certain of oh, there's, there's an artistry it. to it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like I, the one I did, the one I saw really wasn't. This was just gross. Yeah. I was coming up at the 86th Street stop. I was going yeah. to work. I used to work as a doorman, and uh, I came up on the stairs. You know how you go up and there's like two flights of stairs. You know, there's yeah. a little platform, and it was probably like I was going for mid, like the 11 o'clock shift. So I it was like it was late at night. It was probably 10 something. I was on my way to work, and this little tiny Mexican dude just jerking off on that <laughs> on that platform. And I, I normally people you just scurry by and you go that was fucking crazy. <laughs> Tell the story that you saw it, yeah. but for some reason I don't know what. I thought maybe I was like on a, a moral crusade, and I was like, "What are you doing?" Like I just I what did he do? And he was like, "Ah, I got scared, just ran away, <laughs> ran up the stairs." And I was like, "What? What was I? What if he just stopped and was like, 'I'm jerking off.' What are you gonna do about it? Like, what if he just he was just like, you'd be like, okay, I'm right. like, all right, carry on, I'm just going. <laughs> I told uh, Marana was leaving our apartment when I used to live with Matt Marana on 846 Hart Street. I just gave the address. Why did you give the address? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, show. Uh, what do you think? There's gonna be tours going to that park. They're gonna, they're gonna put a plaque there. The, the, uh, real, the real Dan there was Saint Germain like tour. Like just like in the in the middle of between the door, like you know the two doors of the apartment. He went downstairs and there's a dude just jerking off, going ooh, ooh in the middle of it. And then Matt goes, "What the fuck?" And Matt starts hitting him with an umbrella. And then the guy goes, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Well, he was jerking off. Oh, that's sad. Was jerking off, not funny then. <laughs> so, like, all these female comics now are like, drinking off is not funny, guys. I'm like, fuck you. That's funny. That is funny. Some guy apologizing while jerking off. Oh, no. it's what, it, to me, that's like one more thing. What, one of the first days I was here, a, a friend, we were walking down the sidewalk. This is like a, a New York maxim that yeah. a, a friend introduced that I always was like, this is just true about everything. But we were walking down the street in St. Mark's, uh, and he just pointed to this little band of water trickling across the sidewalk and he just stopped me and he said if it looks like urine it probably is <laughs> and i think that sort of like if if it looks like blank it probably yeah. is in new york it's true and yeah. that was like i had an experience where i was like walking through the park maybe a year ago at, in in prospect park through the woods and uh, from far away it's like i took those little you know you get in those heavily woodsy areas it's like basically yeah. i don't you know elsewhere it means i'd like to be alone and have solace yeah. in new york you it means who yeah, wants to bone of a yeah. closet homosexual in the early yeah. 1900s <laughs> <laughs> it is it's the journeys of a straight oh the oscar wilde walks <laughs> yes, yes. New, york, new york's the only place you can have an air conditioner drip on you and your first thought is who's peeing on me right oh now? yeah yeah it's really yeah. bad but as I was walking through the walking traipsing through the woods as a heterosexual man, <laughs> um, in your Robin Hood outfit, I had my cape, I had my cape and my job purse, and I was taking a stroll. <laughs> but from afar, I saw. I was like, "Is that a man?" Just on the side of the pathway, jerking off? <laughs> Certainly not. He's staring at me rather intently, but it couldn't be anything, you know. And I, I doffed my cap to him as I, I skipped by. But I, you know, as you guys, I got closer. I realized like he just had this intense look on his face, and his hand was just like the same intensity. You know, he just kept oh my God. rhythm. Was it Dan? I, was it Dan? Admit it. Was it Dan Saint Germain? Yeah. Yeah. It was Dan. Grossest yeah. fairy tale ever. <laughs> yes. Oh there was God. a happy ending for him. Like this is the worst production of Into the Woods I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> One man into the woods. Great costume. Come as white as milk. <laughs> All right. <sorry. laughs> oh, oh I, now that's what I like: a musical theater <laughs> gag, dick joke. <laughs> this is a gross podcast. I was, uh, yeah, I was walking on the train yesterday, or this was two nights ago. I was doing spots, and it smelled like fucking cum. 
And I was like, God, I hope somebody shits. Like, it was the first time I've wanted the smell of shit. That's that, like a New York thought. I was going to say, that is a that is a perfectly crystalline New York thought. Yeah. I hope somebody really? shits. I hope somebody <laughs> takes oh, you, shit. Oh, you mean you smelled it, so you yeah. wanted the shit Yeah, smell. I was like, come on. You can't smell this comedy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's brutal. Oh, it was disgusting. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the only... It's when you said that, it just reminded me of one time I was... You know, I I consumed so much too much booze the night before, and actually had to. But we had stuff to do the next day, my right. friends and I. So I carried this plastic bag with me, and at one point was just like, "Pardon me, I have to make a street scene." And I pulled <laughs> over to the because there was no trash cans. I just pull over and barf into <laughs> into this plastic bag and like carry Guys, around. Guys, it's my, a happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, everyone watch now. But it was, and then I carried around this little bag of barf. I guess everyone, maybe that is the Midwestern thing of like, oh, I, I brought a barf bag. Yeah. <laughs> Always come prepared, Boy Scouts boy. of America. Right? Rather than just using the street, I don't know. Have you no, yeah, I would just use the street. Uh, nights in New York? Oh, yeah. This, and this is the thing, the reason that part of, uh, actually, and this one is a longer story. I don't know how much, yeah, how we much have time. time we have. But uh, it, it, I, just wrote, I just wrote this down because it was funny that after I told the, the story that I told you guys earlier about the train, like somebody was in the audience and like approached me afterwards and was like, I'm a filmmaker. I'd like to transform some of these stories. If you have more stories, let's turn them into something. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So, uh, and I, so I wrote up this other story of just like, and this is like one of those, for me, even though I'm not a huge gig guy, this is like one of those worst gig stories yeah. as yeah. well. Cause, it, but it was a while ago. It was like, um, it was all in the same time period. It's probably like, you know, maybe nine years ago. But, um, I remember doing, it was an improv show. Right. Um, and my friends all came out from Colorado, and we all lived in the same house, and we all improvised together. And we all had very, you Sounds know, like a fun house. It, oh, we got <laughs> wacky. You yeah. won't, you won't. We just, yes, ended the crap at a, you know, dish night. Um, but no, we, uh, w anyway, I had this really, really horrible, it was just one of those just revolting shows where everyone else did great. And, you know, like w one of the guys who was in my very early days at, at UCB was was Ed Helms, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, I mean, so and, you know, he was like in one of the other improv groups that was there. And there and it was like and one of those. crushed, yeah. And they did they did well. And, you know, the other team did well. And our team was just like. Not you know, feeling it. just yeah. 20 minutes of quiet. And then there was a moment at the, it, you know, and it all, I'm sure it all sounds dumb in the stand-up realm when you're just like, I, I stood on the side of the stage and my friend laid down on his back and he began uh, miming, lifting weights. And, you know, that's when you're supposed to go out there and enjoy yeah. the scene. And all of us, not only had we bombed for 20 minutes, but we had sort of reverted to that place where it's like, no, no, we didn't just bomb. We like all used everything in our bags of tricks. And so, uh, you know, just revolting sort of like, look at me, love me kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Where you're just like, I'm not even confidently taking the stage anymore. I'm just like spaz, you know, just, yeah. you know, begging for attention and it's not working and uh and the guy just like lifted weights in silence for it probably was not that long but watching somebody do something quietly on oh. stage just by himself in silence was like the seconds were months you know right. it's just like this it was just and then eventually some somebody, somebody else went on but it didn't even it wasn't me it didn't help you know and the show just ended in this like revolting sad yeah, yeah. you know pitiful place and i and it happened in the basement of of this bookshop that i managed so i had so to you like, had to return to work 
Well, no, no, that that would have been a move. It was like after hours, but I had to like let everybody out of the building. So one at a time, I was facing all these people I had just like bombed in front of, and they were all comics who were like you know doing fairly well with their lives. And I was like letting them out, and they were like, hey, you know, good, good, <laughs> yeah. good, good show yeah. or whatever. Like, there's so many, there's so many times like that with stand up. That's, that's yeah. relatable. That's a relatable to stand up. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's brutal. It was, but it's one of the ones in improv. The you know, the, one of the few good things about improv is you know, you fail as a group. So when well, you... Well, I was thinking that, yeah. Right. So you can kind of commiserate together. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But this was not that night. Everybody yeah. just went their separate ways. Oh, yeah. And man. I went to the bar, like I immediately went to the bar that was a block from there in this place that doesn't exist anymore called the Bellevue Bar, um, which is, I mean, I, I won't, uh, uh, it's a long story about what kind of place it is, but it was... Um, like red lights, Geiger posters, you know, like chemical toy, chemical smelling toys. They played like these sort of awful videos on the right. on the screen. It was just like gross, yeah. gross uh, yeah. dive. But great, you know, they had a hearse. Um, that was it. Was this kind of like yeah. um, it was you know, named Bellevue for a reason? But you know, I I had I had been told like, oh, this is a place that Jimmy Fallon hangs out. You know, and they had weird CDs on the jukebox, and they had yeah. at the time like he had a CD, and so I was there like by myself after this horrible show, getting drunk, and then I noticed like out of the corner of my eye, Jimmy Fallon walked in, and I continued to drink by myself, and then I went up to the jukebox and met somebody at the jukebox who's like, yeah, I'm Francis. We started talking about music. He's like, come over and join Jimmy and I. And I sat down. Uh, with Are you loaded at this point? You're loaded. I was getting there. Yeah, I was getting there. You know, and it's just so funny. You know, and I this think is when the, he's on SNL. This is when he was on SNL, and so it's part of like I just had one of the worst, show, worst shows. And then possible. now this dude from and SNL is here. very successful sitting there, and I, I didn't want to like, you know, what, what would I, you know, I could commiserate with him, but instead I just got drunk and we talked about music. Yeah. And Jimmy Fallon started buying shots, so and now I was like drinking beer, and now I'm drinking. So that guy's shots. a big drinker, right? Yeah, he drink, I, I think he. Well, I think I don't think he's like I don't, an alcoholic, but I think he goes out a bunch. I saw him at a bar next to the stand one time. So oh, I think, oh, yeah. I think he just likes going out of beers. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like super fun to talk to. He obviously knows a lot about music, so we were all talking about like recommendations of like what kind of music we were listening to at the time. I remember it was just like going on and on about this underground hip hop album, Cannibal Ox from two thousand and one. It was like Cannibal Ox, everybody. Anyway, um, um, and so I was I was really drunk, and eventually like groupies groupies kind of located Jimmy Fallon and we were flanking him and at one at one point um he kind of like one of them made him get up and they put his song on the jukebox uh, and made him get up and dance uh, with her that's oh brutal and it was like even just watching it my stomach and was he just hurt. awkwardly dancing to it like like not yeah. wanting to be in it yeah. like just yeah like, he geez. didn't he did oh not he did God. not it was like brutal. it was really it was really painful but um yeah, and, one, and at one point he kind of just like looked at me like there were groupies. We we were flanking him, and then there were groupies on either side. And he kind of looked at me like, "Hey, can you take care of that for me?" You know, he didn't say anything, but it was just like this look that was like, "Take care, can you take care of that?" You know. Yeah. And I was like, "I'm not in your entourage. What am I going to?" Yeah. You know, it didn't work out. But uh, and anyway, it got too too much groupie, and this guy. Uh, Francis, who was, I don't know if he was like a friend of Jimmy's or he met him, but he, and anyway, I was going to the bathroom. He was like, meet us around the corner. We're going to this other place that I don't think exists anymore called the Siberia Bar. He's like, we're meeting at the Siberia Bar, so come meet us there. Where's the Lower East Side or something? Uh, no, it's Midtown. Midtown, okay, Midtown okay, okay. West. Yeah, way west. And uh, so I was so drunk at that point. I rounded the corner, and Siberia Bar was one of those bars that had like a light above a I door. I think I remember Siberia Bar. I think I've yeah, been there. Yeah, it yeah. was a true, true dive shithole. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was beautiful, but it was like, and it had weird rules, like you can't hit on women at this bar. <laughs> or no, yeah, it was weird. 
But I and I had only been there maybe once or twice, but I was so drunk that I went to the apartment next door to the light and I just started buzzing buzzers. <laughs> and I just laid and thank God nobody nobody ever t- I heard some voices, but I was just like, Wah! and I just kept buzzing like one of these somebody'll let me into the bar. <laughs> You're buzzing just, into a bar. Yeah, and and thank and I'm really just thankful that no, but I did not figure out how to get to the bar because I did not need more booze. I did not. I was already like I got on the train. When I went to the train, I was just blacked out on the train. And I kind of remember walking home. But the the funny part of it to me is I uh, at the time I had like a very a, a tiny little chest of drawers that I filled with CDs. And um, I, and so I know we've been talking about music. So I went home and I think I just wanted to listen to music while just plowed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I woke up, kind of hanging onto the uh, the radio was on top of the chest of drawers, and I was like lying on top of a bunch of CDs in this drawer. Yeah. And I woke up and I had time. I had I had enough time. I could have walked five steps down the hall, turned right, two steps, dropped my face into the toilet. But instead, <laughs> I re- had I removed most of the CDs from the CD drawer before vomiting the all over the CDs in the CD drawer. <laughs> and then I passed out again. And then I woke up not because I was uncomfortable, but because I was kind of, you know, part of my body was underneath the drawer. Yeah. And I learned that the drawer was not airtight, let's say. Oh. So I made another decision on the spot, which in hindsight makes absolutely no <laughs> sense at all. But I, I guess, I think it was, oh, this is all, these are all so dirty. I reached over and I pulled out a bag of my dirty clothes and I just stuffed a bunch of dirty clothes oh in the drawer? into the drawer, in the drawer, into the pukey drawer, and then went to sleep. Like that oh, was wow. kind of gonna. How bad clean. was it the next morning? Oh, it was. It was. Uh, it was just atrocious. Oh my god! You know, like, what? The drawer out or no? I. You know what? Industrious. I did not, and I clean. I, and some of the CDs, sometimes I still have them, and yeah. I you open, and it's just when you open, there's like a little crackle. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the puke coming out. Yeah, because it's just still in those things. Uh, but, yeah. I had. I had a roommate my first place i lived out of my house my friend tom who the, the, the most extent to that same kind of thing he puked in the sink but then he just yeah. must have went and passed out and the next day i woke up and it was in there and i'm like and i and i was i had enough mind to, to, to turn around and go yo get up and clean this out and he goes out i go you puked in the sink he goes did i i'm like yes it wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> did i yeah you did because there was no puke last night now there's yeah, puke, now there's puke. <laughs> Uh, Matt, what uh, where can we find you on Twitter and all that stuff? Oh, it's uh, mine is at the Matthew Love, and I'm o- okay. At, I'm not great at, uh, but I'm okay at it. On it's Twitter, not, I'm not. I, you I, don't, I don't. Where you tweet. You're writing at Rolling Stone, or um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I have my own website. I try to post on the blog. It's MatthewLove.net. Oh, cool. nice. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and then the and, you know Rolling Stone, the, the website, and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's yeah, and the uh, oh yeah. Do you, but, have a, do you have a blog site and a writing blog site and a, a site site so, like for um, dates and stuff? 
You're doing live stuff at all? Um, no, not at the moment. But I, I, you know, I'm hosting that. I'm hosting a couple of shows at Symphony Space, including this uh, very fun uh, Uptown Showdown, which I, I think oh, that's right. You guys yeah, yeah, yeah. Have done that. I don't yeah, think yeah. I've ever yeah. done that one. Yet. Oh, you haven't? No. It was awesome. It was fun. Yeah. I hear it's fun though. Yeah, we should fix that. Yeah, I would. I would love to do it. That's yeah. the whole point we had you on was me to ask you that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it worked. It worked finally. <laughs> um, sweet, and you know the same old stuff for me. DanceHermain.net, DSHermain. You can get my album there. And at Shawnee Time and SeanDonnellyComedy.com. And Thomas, Tom? Thomas okay. Attila Lewis will be changing his middle name next week. <laughs> no, I like that. I'm a kidding. Good, no, a I know you name. love it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good name. Sean I'm, is like almost falling asleep. No, right I'm not. Right <laughs> you really I'm are. Try, I'm, I'm, I'm high energy all the time, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to dial back. <laughs> I'm trying to become Billy D. Williams on the podcast. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just I'm like, yeah, baby. You're going to lose a foot by the end of this podcast. President <laughs> Billy D. Um, all right. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Dude, that was awesome. That was Thanks for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. Here's where you can see our hosts performing live this week. Dan St. Germain is at Dr. Grin's Comedy Club in Grand Rapids, Michigan, this Friday and Saturday, April 10th and 11th, with multiple shows. For more details, go to danstgermain.net. Sean Donnelly is all over New York City this week at the Comedy Cellar, the Village Underground, and Stand Up New York. Go to Sean Donnelly Comedy for showtimes. Please donate to the show. Go to mydumbfriendspodcast.tumblr.com for the link to our PayPal page. Thanks to everyone who's donated, particularly the very generous Daniel R. Gant. Thank you, buddy. Go to mydumbfriendspodcast.tumblr.com and throw us a few bucks. Please. We also love to hear from you. Send us an email. Send it to mydumbfriendspodcast at gmail.com and we'll save them up for an upcoming mailbag show. And follow us on Twitter at DumbFriendsCast. The My Dumb Friends Podcast is part of the All Things Comedy Network. For other cool comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. It was the greatest fight since Frazier and Ali. And they were dancing slow motion. It was a beautiful commotion. They were hitting like hammers and dropping. Our opening and closing song is called Mary the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. Please beat the medics, said, hey, Mary, you all right? Throw in the towel, you made us real proud tonight. She said, no, Father, I know when I've been beat. And I still have another round left in me. So lift me up. Lift me. <laughs>